welcome to episode 80 of Mompreneur Space Live Show. I'm Kenneth Chu, the host and also the author of Mother Industrialist, Perfecting the Balance Between Motherhood and Business Success. In my book, I've interviewed and featured 15 mompreneurs that I personally know in the past 10 years. And I've also shared with the mothers how they can craft their mompreneurship blueprint using the three P's, which is passion, purpose and profit to kickstart their business. At the same time, I have been running my own digital marketing agency, KC Creative Marketing, for the past five years, where I help startup, solopreneur, self-employed, and SME by using their social media, video marketing, and live streaming to build up their brand in today's online digital world. In this season of Mompreneur Space Live Show, I will still be interviewing a successful mompreneur every Monday, and I hope that you will continue to inspire and motivate more mothers who are running their own business or for those who, are, who wanted to start their own. So during the live show, if you, uh, if you have any question, you can start posting your question in the chat and we will answer them towards the end of the show. So uh, enjoy this new episode. So in this episode, we will be talking about how resilient is your business. So meantime, let me just go onto Facebook Live and to see if we are live successfully. And if you guys can hear me loud and clear, just type one in the chat so that I will know. Okay, so... Um, today's special guest, uh, special mompreneur, she's someone that I've known in the past 10 years. Um, like time really flies when I look back into um, Facebook and Facebook just reminding me that, hey, I've been in that industry um, uh, in the past 10 years. So time really flies and I didn't realize that in fact I knew her for 10 years. Um, and how I get to know her is she was the one who was interviewing me for this personal banker job and I'm so glad that um, without any how should I put it like any finance background or business background I was being um, hired as a personal banker associate where we have to go through these three months of really training to be a personal banker and really sell um, like to tag customers over at the ATM, which is something very uncomfortable, but I'm glad that I put it through and she has always been there to mentor us, to teach us how we can be a successful personal banker. And to my surprise, she is very, very young, uh, even much younger than most of us. And she has achieved so much success and she's even the manager, the insurance manager, or they call, we call it the bank assurance manager back then. And she has been recruiting and building a team at a very very young age i shall not review her age now so for her um i'm really really grateful that um today i managed to get her onto the show and be able to share with you guys about and we, and that's where we'll be talking about this topic how resilient is your business so i'm so glad that uh she made time and really um gave me some faith and really uh, come to appear on my show so uh she's a founder of elco and she's a single mom with two beautiful kids uh, age six and four, uh, a boy, uh, elder elder son and a daughter. So uh, without further ado, let us welcome Elise. Hi, Elise. Okay. And hi, Kenneth. Thanks hi, for having hi. me on your show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> finally, finally. So um, really grateful for you um, that you have made time. I know you're re really, really busy. And I'm so glad that we have once connected again. Um, and before we start the show, I was just saying that, uh, was telling you that, oh, in fact, we have a photo 10 years ago where I've just uh, graduated from that three months and became a personal banker in branch. So I'm mm. so grateful. Um, I was telling you that I was, 
I I wanted to post that photo, but um, <laughs> but I was thinking, wow, ten years ago, like for ladies, maybe it would be a bit um of a concern. So yeah. uh, that's why maybe after this we can post one. So um before we start the show, right? Um, there's a tradition for every guest that mm. there is a question of the day that is posted out, uh, to the audience and also to mm. the next guest. So are you okay. ready to answer the question of the day posted by the previous guest before we can officially kickstart with the show? Yeah, sure. Bring okay. on. So the question of the day posted by the previous guest is, what is that one thing that you are doing for self-care? Okay, I repeat again. So what is that one thing that you are doing for self-care? Got it? Okay. Yeah, got it. Spend some time to think about it. While I go on to Facebook Live and see if you are live successfully and if our audio are good to go, then I'll come back to you, all right? Of course. Okay. So Elise, are you ready with your answer to the question of the day? Yeah. Okay. Let it me totally, re- totally unrehearsed. You, you just, <laughs> you just let me know this question only. Yes. Okay. So I just repeat the question of the day, then you share with us your answer. All right. Mm. So the question of the day posted by the previous guest is, what is that one thing that you are doing for self care? Okay. Share with us. I would say, um, okay. I think self care, right? Uh, as generally known, right? Maybe some people they would think along the line of like. You know, like uh, beauty products or, you know, like um, physical appearance, what they do. But okay, in, in my own definition, I think self-care is, is, is a lot about um, investment in yourself in terms of your self-discovery. Okay. And it's, it's, it's always about, okay, self-care, like you're, you're always discovering yourself to bring yourself to the next level. Yep. Okay. In terms of your overall self-development. In terms um, of your, you know, be it your spiritual, your personal development, even your career development. So, what is one thing that I'm doing for self care for myself? In a sense, I, I, I'm, I'm constantly investing new knowledge, okay, um, into 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 myself to acquire the various knowledge and things and wisdom in the different arenas of my life, be it career professional mm-hmm. uh, or personal life or I mean even things like parenting skills so uh, all these are things that um, you know I've been doing consciously on a you know time to time basis now. and I think when you do have that kind of investment in yourself in that sense right uh, that is probably um, I think it's the perfect level of self-care already mm. wow wow thank, thank you for your answer to the question of the day and now we can officially kickstart the show and I really love your answer and that is why um Back then, like ten years ago, you are already performing. Um, like you are, you are a great perform. You are a high performer in the in the company in the bank itself. And um, you, you imagine a, a very young lady that's recruiting and hiring me for the thank personal you, banker thank job. You. I couldn't believe that. Like like after after no, hearing from you, your answer for this question of the day, I truly understand that you are constantly developing, personal develop, learning, and keep on learning. That means mm-hmm. you are just like like life really lifetime learning even until now, from the all the success that you have, you are still learning. So thank you very much and for sharing with us. And I see that tonight is really really um, we have a huge crowd that is coming. We have about fourteen people that is tuning in. So uh, I, what I can see is I can see Samuel. Hi Samuel, Samuel Lee. Hello. Uh, and Hi. we have uh, Elden, Elden Wong. Do you know Elden Wong? 
Yeah, okay. all my friends. <laughs> okay, Hello. so maybe we can say a, a hi to them. Maybe Elise can say hi to, to your friends. We hi to all my them. friends. Hi. <laughs> They're very supportive, very supportive because it's my fa- my first Facebook Live. So, mm. um, of course, you know, I'm very thankful for this opportunity to be on your show, Kenneth, to be mm. honest. And uh, I've got so much to learn from you with regards to social media, digital marketing. So, yeah, here I am giving okay. my first shot. <laughs> you. <laughs> Thanks for giving your first shot to me, and yeah. I'm so so grateful. And I really hope to, that I could invite you for more. So uh, okay, Elden say hi. Elden Wong say hi hi. We have hi. Wei We have uh, Kel- uh this Kellyn Lim. Okay. Hi, Kellyn. 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 Oh, Kellyn. <laughs> hi, Kellyn. Okay, hi, so Kellen. for those who are still shy, just say hi to us. If you are uh, Elise friend, just say hi, drop us a comment in the chat so we know that you guys are here. <laughs> thank if you, thank you. If you guys have you. Any, any question for Elise, this is the time for you to uh, ask her a question. like Burning question. About burning question or yeah, desired question. question. Or as friends, you want to find out more about her. So all, what you guys can do is just uh, drop your question in the chat and uh, later on I will get um, Elise to answer your question. All right? Okay, so before we, we start, right, um, maybe at least um, some, of, some of the audience might be uh, seeing you for the first time. Maybe mm. you can do a short introduction of yourself. What were you doing before uh, you set up Elko? And uh, what were you, how is your career like? Um, and to share with the audience more, maybe like what, what, what do you study and what have you went into? What is your career like? Uh, mm. And where are you from? And what are you currently doing? Because we do have an uh, audience from all around the world that is tuning mm. in onto Mompreneur Space. So mm-hmm, uh, mm. maybe they are uh, from, from overseas, from US, from Philippines. So maybe you can wow. do a short introduction of yourself and share with the audience uh, um, about yourself. Yep. Okay. Um, hi, everyone. Um, if you are tuning in from, from different parts of the world, hello, welcome again to our session. And uh, I think mainly in this period, stay safe and stay healthy. Uh, okay, just a little bit about myself. Um, uh, like, like I, I think like how Kenneth has been emphasizing the 10 years, 10 years, 10 years, as much as I don't want to admit that, but um, yeah, you know, um, he has been a very, um, in fact, I think in the industry, this is probably like my 13 or 14 years really. So um, yeah, and I'm very blessed and thankful for the opportunity and the wisdom and knowledge gained along the way. So yeah, for those who, 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 who don't know me and the first time you have met, um, my name is Elise, okay, and um, I'm an agency leader of a team of insurance advisors, okay, life insurance advisors. We specialize in life insurance advisory for our esteemed clients. And of course, um, a little bit myself is that I have been in the finance or banking line since um, 2007 at a very young age. And back then when I was with a bank, right, um, I was actually in the role of a coaching and leading teams of bankers on insurance advisory. So um, I was in the bank for, from, from 2007 to about 2018. Yeah. So uh, in the space oh, that is of... How long? That is 11 years. Yeah, that's about 11 years. Correct, correct. And um, from, from to, okay, in between right, 2011 to 2018, I was actually in um, a privileged reserve space, okay, mm. in my previous organization. Wow. Yeah, and uh, back then, I was doing like high net worth legacy insurance advisory. And, um, you know, uh, because of good bosses and support from, from, from very nice colleagues and, you know, uh, working partners, uh, I was actually promoted to a first uh, vice president senior bank insurance advisor role. 
Okay, thankfully. Mm. And of course, um, you know, all along I was in the, the bank insurance and life insurance uh, advisory role. So in 2018, okay, um, I sort of like decided to stay out of my comfort zone. Okay, still pursuing my uh, vehement passion in ins life insurance planning, right? Okay, I came over to my current organization, okay, which is... Um, uh, uh, which is uh, which which is one of the biggest insurance company in Singapore, and um, yeah, to lead a team of my on my on my own, and um, to start a, a team of insurance advisors who are passionate in helping our clients in taking charge of their time, health, and wealth. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so pretty much the whole journey is 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 about insurance planning. Is 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 now reaching out to different customers with regards to how we can help them in terms of this um wealth protection and wealth preservation and maybe even for some wealth transfer financial planning mm. yeah and and maybe for for the audience that who are not in banking maybe you can explain mm. to them what is bank assurance okay well bank assurance right um as what i've been told right is it, it, it actually stems from a french word okay so basically bank assurance the word means it's like bank uh insurance in a banking con i mean mm. insurance insurance business in banking mm. so that's how uh, like the word bank insurance came came together so it's like you know banking and insurance together ah. so so back then when i was in banking uh we also i mean we are in the wealth management space and of course um i'm sure like you know maybe some of you may have known that you know uh financial planning a part of financial planning in fact the base of financial planning and uh, a holistic financial planning actually con con comprises of, you know, a good portfolio of insurance planning. So that's where we talk about wealth protection, you know, income replacement, critical illness planning, and so on and so forth. Yeah. Wow. And and thanks for explaining because uh, we have a lot of audience um, that is coming. Maybe you mm. can say um, there's Dean. Hi, Dean. Dean Tan. Hi. Uh, we have Lin, Edwin. Right. Uh, hi, D -E hi. D-E-A-N -E Tan. Dean Tan. So Hi, we Dean. have Edwin, we have Casey Yong, we have Janice Chen in. Hello, hello. How uh, we have, um, is it at at N Tylia Tylia? Yeah, yeah. So we yeah. have Angeline Tan, we have Amy Lee. Okay, hi, hi for those who are tuning in. Um, hello. So, so, like you have shared that you have been in banking for eleven years. Um, I have this question that uh, I have not managed to ask you. Also, like why banking? I, why how come you started off it's like is banking your your first first job your first career um okay why 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 i started in banking okay um i came from a i, I came from a very humble family okay um back then not very well to do okay and um you know uh, I was okay. I graduated with a business degree, mm. okay, and um, of course, uh, back then when I graduated, also not not the perfect timing, lah. You know, we, uh, you know, shortly after Lehman crisis happened, ah. so um, you know, I I I had like part time experience in the various industry like tourism, hospitality, uh, travel, and things like that. So of course, um, because not coming from a extremely well to do background, family background, um, I decided to 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 dabble into finance because back then is you know they say like, finance is banking is where the money is right <laughs> yeah so so just wanted to give you a shot and if you understand Chinese it's like <laughs> I'm in it already yeah 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 okay and thankfully I'm 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 here la. I've been enjoying this journey a lot. So I, I see that because uh, you have shared like you have been banking for 11 years and we know that banking is a very competitive, very fast-paced. Um, Indeed. 
uh, environment. So mm. how do you manage to to stay there for eleven years? Like for me, I to me it's a struggle. Um, for that two years to be in banking, um, but I I I see that is something that is not for everyone. Mm, so mm. what is that one thing that kept you there for so long? Like like in banking for eleven years. Like for real, you really want to know? For, for real, really for real. Okay. Um. Easy passion. Yeah. Wow. And um. Yes, you are. You're actually right. Okay. In fact, okay. Not just for banking or finance industry. I think, in in every role in every industry, there are definitely you know things that um you know like like difficult things, obstacles that come along the way. You know, like uh, even even I think currently in the current because of the COVID situation, like you know, like industry like healthcare, shipping and things like that. You know, everybody is like facing different difficulties. So I think at the end of the day, right, be it you know whatever the tide is, whether it's in your favor or it's not in your favor. I think one key thing that really drive anybody to, to be stay in 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 a career or in a job for long, right, is it's always about a passion. And uh, like for me, right, why I'm 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 here, and you know, if, if people who know me, like our colleagues that work together, is I've always have this like really high level of energy. Okay, this high level <laughs> level of energy got nothing to do with age or anything like that. It's because <laughs> it's because you have a very strong passion, and of course, when you have a very strong belief in what you are doing, right? Okay, in my instance, it's about uh, in, in my instance and my team instance, right, it's about reaching out and helping our clients to do you know um, effective and efficient financial planning. So when you believe in something like that, right? You know you have a very strong passion in it, and when you have this strong passion, right? You know. Um, don't talk about days like Days pass Months pass Years pass It's, it's just like that like, And then you realise eh, But you don't see it as a job You see it like It's like really Your your, your lifelong career And when you're passionate about it right, It's reaching out to people And really when you see Your clients benefiting You see your clients Or their family Benefiting from The effective planning You did for them right? Then the sense of achievement Will come That's how the fulfilling part Will come in also yeah. Mm. So like what, what you have shared Is the passion that you have now For Alco mm. Serving your clients In the insurance yes. area But yeah. How is it similar so Where is that passion in banking Because from what I know um, um, when, I kn- mm. when I knew you You were really training And coaching other bankers um, mm. On their bank assurance On their insurance Financial yep. planning yep. And all that stuff yep. So yep. how is that passion from there Like okay. where, How is it different Okay, so you see back then in banking, right? So my, my specialization was in bank insurance, which is mm. also in life insurance planning. So it, it doesn't matter which segment I'm in, whether it's reaching out to mass market retail clients or reaching out to, you know, uh, the more high net worth, the more affluent uh, segment of clients. So the key thing about insurance planning is that, you know, as long as you have a loved ones and you have someone to love and someone that's loving you, you know, there's always a reason and need to do effective financial planning. Mm. So it's this belief that I have, right, that when I was in banking, that, you know, maybe sometimes the bankers, the new bankers, right, you know, they they are not trained and coached in this area. So, so they don't know how to reach out to clients effectively. So it's because of this passion and this belief that I have, right, that, you know, I share with them how to do so. And when they can effectively do that and they reach out to their, their, their base of clientele and, you know, and effective financial insurance planning is being done, right, or was done back then, right, you know, I feel very satisfied now. Hmm. So like like over here right now in, in, in the insurance company, okay, um definitely, you know, this planning can be can be can be brought to the next level. That's why I came over. I mean I came over to where I am today. Hmm. So because because in terms of the spot, uh, product spectrum and in terms of the kind of planning that we can 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 reach out to to our clients, right, it's even much more comprehensive in that hmm. sense. So 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 it's pretty much things like that, no? So, so it's it's driven by 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 this reason, yeah. 
Okay. So just now you you uh you 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 mentioned this word belief. Mm. That you mentioned that you always have this belief. So where did where did this belief come from? I believe that you have you you are doing this for the good for of your customers. You have this belief that you can do it. You have this belief in your the the bankers that you're training. So where did this belief come from? Okay. Um. Sadly to say, you know, a lot of it stems from personal life experiences mm. and the the experiences and the episode that I see from my clients, like case studies in that mm. sense. So you see, you see the irony about life insurance planning, right? And you know, I know sometimes, like even in the life insurance industry, life, like you know, like like insurance agents, right? They get bad reps, you know, because of some black sheep in the industry, mm-hmm. you know. But sometimes, okay, mainly it stems from you know from where kind of it stems from the overzealous. Um, you know, uh, attitude and 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 character from insurance agents or life. Uh, I mean, financial advisors. You call it. Why? Why I say that we're over overzealous is because right. We see firsthand. You know, encounter and things that happen to clients mm-hmm. with bad insurance planning, and then you know, moreover, a lot of times, right? Like I said, life experiences. So we see it happen to clients when all these planning are not in not in place, right? And then you know, um, you know, when 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 touch should something happen, right? Mm. You know, it put their family, put their spouse in in very bad financial shape. Yep. So when things like that happen, right, it hit us. You know, it, it hit people like us, financial advisors, that hey, you know, if if we had done a proper planning for them back then, or if we had, you know, like 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 um, you know, push a little bit more to to ensure to educate our clients the importance of all this planning in place, right? Then maybe this thing won't happen. Mm. So that's why it's sadly to say that you know it, it stems from it came from like life experiences, personal life experience, and what I've seen that happened to clients who didn't do proper financial planning. Mm. So that's why you see. Okay, so fast forward. So like like you know insurance agent or financial advisors who are experienced. So when they have seen things like that, right? Why I use the overzealous is because mm-hmm. we are so you know like committed and passionate about it. But sometimes. Okay, sadly to say like, because it's a very intangible thing. It's right. not like, okay, we, we say that like, you do the planning and then we say, okay, hope something happened to you. We don't want anything to happen yes, to our clients. Right. But if something do happen, you know, I want to be the one to have done this planning for you and not like, yeah, we should have, could yeah. have and, you yeah, know, all this, all this thing. Yeah, nobody so, will know. Yeah, so it's things like that that put like, you know, financial advisors or insurance agents on that overzealous mode that some clients they may feel that yeah, tight and too lah, is 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 or or really I need to do all this planning. Mm-hmm. So, but if you ask me, I think it's not like a bad intention or evil intention. Sometimes it's about execution and the delivery of different agents or different financial yep. advisors. But I think end day, tian is is still about reaching out and really effectively helping, be yeah. all kinds of yeah financial planning mm. And and you you were saying that from your experience. So mm. does any of your own personal. That means other than your clients, does that any of your personal experience that contribute to you so being so passionate about insurance or financial planning? Is that yes, totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 not only like myself, even things that happen to my family, all the you know, um medical episode, Mm-mm. hospitalization episode. And if let's say back then insurance plans were not in place, right? You know, I cannot imagine how all this medical condition or medical episode would have like wiped out our savings mm. and put us in a very bad financial predicament or you know like you know maybe a strain on our financial status and things like that so you know that's why and then you know we know the importance of all this i think like even for myself i'm okay to share that you know um you know i've been through like 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 a few medical episodes like i think one of the one of the 比较严重的, right is i mean one of the more serious ones my close friend where i've known is that you know um i ever had a lung surgery before oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so, I think most people do not know that, right? 
<laughs> uh, some of my close friends do. Yeah, in fact, okay. in fact, the the sky is like so big at the back of wow. my you know, my right side. Yeah, so so it's like this lung surgery was like a one time off medical episode, and it just came like spontaneous. It's a, it's a spontaneous event, so totally didn't expect anything. And back then. I mean, like, even until now, like you know, um, I'm, I'm, I won't say I'm quite sporty, but I like to engage in, yeah. in you know, like I, high I can intensity. See that from your Facebook, you are always exercising. <laughs> I, I try to a lot, I, Perspiring a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I try to because up. fitness, law, I think fitness is Health, very good for yeah. overall well-being. So I mean, like back then, you know, I like play like netball and and volleyball. Mm. So stamina was very important to me. So because of this spontaneous medical episode that happened, right? I tell you, Kenneth, you have no idea. Like it's like okay, that was actually at the start of my banking career. In fact. Oh. It it put me away from work. Not even mention. I went through. Uh, I went through like for that for that lung episode. Like, I went through like three surgery in total, which wow. got me hospitalized for about one and a half month. One and a half month. Yeah. So then subsequently, I had to be on medical leave, hospitalization leave, uh, for a while. So so I couldn't work for a few months. So like back then, you could have imagined how hefty was the mm. medical bills, yep. and of course things like income replacement because I couldn't work for two or three months. Yeah. Then, then, then how? So, like you know, some of the payout actually helped to cushion the financial strain that potentially one might face, lah. So that is like for for my own. So, so that, can you imagine that is in the beginning hmm, of your career, your banking it was, career. It was like the start, like when I just started my banking oh. career. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like if like in Chinese we call "xin zi bo bo," you just started yeah. a new career, Correct. right? And then after that, you realize again, no life insurance because it's uncertainty, ma. So it just struck me, and then it totally put me really like. Paralyzed me from work. I can't work or even how much I wanted to, because uh because of the lung condition, you know I couldn't breathe. You know mm. I was like breathless. So and then after that it warrant a, a a lung surgery. So because of lung surgery, I also need time to recuperate because I couldn't. My stamina was not back to the the, the original level. Mm. So I mean, it's, it's 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 things like that that got you to know that eh actually like wow I cannot imagine if like, this kind of thing happen and. Coming from a very humble family, you know, I wouldn't want to go back to my parents to mm. for medical bills yeah, and right. things like that. So for that episode, right, you know, my so called my medical bills and subsequently all my like treatments, visual, you know, all the we, we call it like post post yep. treatment la, all were actually covered by the insurance plan per se. Mm. So so that's why when 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 I go through all this, right, when I went through all this, right, I I would share with my clients or even I share with my advisors or mm. be it back then I share with my my bankers, and they were like. Is it drama? Is it like real? I said no, and of course they look. Now I've recovered, fully yeah. recovered, and um, you know, I've I've actually my stamina level not back to hundred percent to where it was lah, but maybe maybe say about eighty percent. But you know, they said I couldn't tell and things like that. But because yeah, yeah because I, of I, all the treatment. Have now, you met met already? Have you met back then when you had that mm, episode? Not no, yet. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, so it, it's, it's it's things like that lah that really got me. Like really, really very so passionate, passionate about problem mm. planning. Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. This is like suddenly I, it's like all the all the mystery of why are you so passionate and why I why can you perform at such a young age? I guess that is also, um, your own life experience, personal life experience that mm. re- let you realize because you are the beneficiary of that whole incident of the insurance and all that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but sadly, like for me, I have a similar incident, uh, which is not me, oh. which is my younger sis. But mine was not that fortunate because um, like you mentioned, um, one of the reasons why I chose to go this path, like why I chose financial service and went mm. into banking mm. is because I know the lack of financial 
uh, knowledge uh, or maybe the how to manage your, uh, how to plan for your financial because my back then when our parents they when they buy insurance is all about trusting that agent yeah. and the agent just happens to sell a life insurance without critical illness oh. and sadly sad to say that my younger sis was diagnosed with um, leukemia Oh, uh, okay, yeah, so yeah, but that that is so long ago. But it's mm. also because of that we realized that all the insurance that my dad bought, right, has no critical illness and does mm. not cover my my sister's chemo and all the mm. the mm. inpatient. Back then, though, they don't have really have that outpatient. That was like sixteen years ago. Mm. So mm. when we went back to the agent to claim to to ask, hey, we bought the insurance. Does does it claim? Because the hospital mm. uh, were asked whether we have any insurance. So generally most people think all oh, insurance will cover everything mm. but back then it doesn't so mm, mm, so mm. we were so sad we couldn't do anything for my sister's medical bill so that was oh. when i'm i'm very passionate although my sister have passed away have left us but that oh. is also a biggest lesson and that was when i reviewed my whole insurance policy mm, yeah, mm, and mm. that was where i was so passionate until my friend uh said hey, kind of since you are so passionate in sharing insurance and sharing financial yeah, planning yeah. why not you come and join so that was when when i mm. know uh simon mm, simon mm, that, mm, uh, that referred me in and mm. uh, so that's where i got in so that yeah. was that was when i realized that hey i've learned something so i i would say i could resonate with you because the, your own personal life experience but yours is even like your own mine is my sister's mm, but mm. The, i think the experience really allows us to really understand the importance of financial planning um insurance because yes. you cannot you do, do not know what what will happen yeah like i i yeah. can talk i can i can really share with you about insurance because my wife is also another another victim of it her parents mm. thought that she bought insurance but okay. they didn't they they didn't expect and my life uh, my wife uh was diagnosed with lupus about oh. about 16 years ago so mm. so that's where that's why i felt that the importance because she thought mm. that she has so i keep asking but she also assumed that she has so when things happen it does not cover mm. so for mm. her now she can't cannot be covered she can't buy yeah yeah correct but i i guess is this is also make this is also the reason wh- what makes me even more passionate about sharing with people mm. but I, I i i what i can see is like your whole career right how is it like because we do not want to reveal your age but um like you started <laughs> being a, a manager managing people at a i would say early 20s right yeah. Yeah. Thankful, and, uh, thankful for the opportunity. Right. Mm. And early twenties. Imagine back then, I was already late twenties. So I've been hired, <laughs> seeing you really, really respectfully. Uh, really you, admire you. you, your energy, your passion in putting all this knowledge. Because I can see that you're over always, always very passionate about sharing. You are just uh, really yeah. like a go giver. Really <laughs> give, 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 give. You you don't mind, and you are. You're like an energizer rabbit. You don't. You are so passionate about your thing. Like from morning <laughs> to night, really. Yeah. Even until <laughs> night time, uh, you're still like, with us and say, "Oh, encouraging us and stuff like that." So this that is where I felt that passion doesn't come easy because mm. a lot of time we say, "Oh, passion, passion, passion," but a lot of times when reality hits, right, uh, it doesn't drive us. But yours is really mm. true passion coming from your life experience, mm, and you mm. do not want other people to to suffer the same. Um, yeah. you, what if today they do not have that all that coverage so that's yes. why I can see that how you are so passionate about it so I believe that mm. the audience um, they also can feel, feel that and maybe some of them do not know that you have this episode at all even for me I don't I, I don't see first that time. you were yeah first time thanks mm. for sharing um, this and really 
um, that's why I, I'm really passionate about bringing you on onto the show and for you to share this kind of story because um, your success is doesn't come by chance doesn't come by luck it's really through your hard work through your passion and maybe you can share with us like at a young age right mm. how is it like being in banking and especially the, as a lady in banking at the same time in um, handling high net worth clients mm. during that period of time very competitive <laughs> <laughs> very competitive and um, you know I would say um a, a lot, a lot, a lot of hard work and and determination, you know, is is uh, are involved actually, you know, uh, uh, throughout the whole journey. And uh, I think, like you, ideally, I ideally pointed out, and of of course, you know, um, it's also the first time I heard about your 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 family situation. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, also thanks for sharing. And I and I and I do feel you. It's like, you see, you see the thing that you just mentioned, right? You you know, things right. Okay, the, the the thing about insurance planning is just like I mentioned it's it's like a double edged sword. Yep. It's it's not like something that's tangible. That you know, I always tell my clients that you know insurance planning not sexy one. It's not like we can promise you like high returns and then you know you can look at high returns. Yep. But in fact, in fact, that part of the financial planning is something so intangible that you also don't hope that it happened to your customer or you know you don't hope there's a payout or there's a claim. But it's always about the what if. So yep. what if this thing were to happen? What if the unforeseen circumstances were to happen? Okay, then the proper planning is there. So I mean, like in in like the example that you share, lah, those are medical episode. Of course, there are also other episodes whereby you know touch should when death occur, mm-hmm. and then when when death occur, right? You know when when a loved one is is suddenly, you know, had to exit yeah. from 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 a client's life, right. right? You know, can you cannot imagine the emotion emotional turmoil they have to go through. Mm-hmm. So emotional turmoil is really very bad. Really. So as a, as an insurance agent or as a financial advisor, we can't help with the emotional yeah. turmoil. To be honest, right? Because loss of a of a loved mm-hmm. one. But what we can help is with the financial, the financial turmoil that potentially the dependence of family mm. have to face. So right. things like that, right? So like, like you know, like sadly, like in the case of like your 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 sister, the leukemia mm. thing. So if that critical illness plan was done properly, so if there was a lump sum payout, how yeah. would you know? Maybe you know can seek medical treatment, more advanced medical treatment. Again, the finance part is being being settled. So emotional turmoil, no choice. So that's where that's where the the, the planning part is, lah. Mm. So okay, back to like you were saying that you know the difficulty and things like that. So just now I mentioned, right? You know, um, I have this belief. You know, if, even to until today, I share with my team of you know advisors. I share with them. It doesn't matter today whether you are talking to a client that is worth like you know with a net worth of like hundred thousand or mm. with a net worth of one million or with a net worth of ten million or even hundred million. And they right, as long as that client or that friend of yours or that client of yours right has got someone that he or she love and care about mm. and you know there's someone out there that that love left love her or him right there's always a need to do insurance planning so it's like it's like with all this all this belief right and again because driven by the passion right mm. because you have this belief when you talk to them be it you talk to a, a net worth client of hundred thousand or you talk to a client with a net worth of 10 million or 100 million right it's going to be the same same belief and yeah. same 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 uh, energy, what that? same energy same the, the same way it's just the numbers are different that's all, all. Right. <laughs> so of course it's like England E the number can inflate 10 times 100 times it doesn't matter but end day it's about the concept that you bring across to the client about how important this planning is so when you can successfully do that right you know kind of it doesn't matter it doesn't matter whether you face competition it doesn't matter whether which segment or which client you are, you are so-called like serving or mm. helping because you know what's the differentiator? It's you as advisor. Yep. 
So today you, you can talk about you can talk about whatever number it is, how big is the policy. It doesn't matter. It's always about the concept that you bring across to this client. And when the client can feel that you are genuinely keen to help him or her to plan, yep. right? That's where you really win half the battle already. So of course it's with things like that, right? That you know, like back then, yes, you're right. You know, um, I was very blessed and thankful for the opportunity that you know, um, I was I, I had a management role at a, at a very young age, but um, how I sort of like you know, um, uh, overcome the obstacles that I faced back then, right? Was actually because of all this belief and this passion. So you know, I work with people who are much older than me. So like mm, you say yep. like you know, I, I right. hire hire bankers who are older than me. So you know, at, at times I may be with I I was challenged like, with things like you know, you're so, young, you're so young. What do you know and things like that? You know, what kind of life experiences you have? You know, right. or what kind of wisdom you think that you have that you can, you know, you can you can value it to me. So simple. So again, I told them it's always about how genuine and how passionate I am in planning mm. for you, or how 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 genuine and how passionate I am in this business that I want to share and coach my my newer bankers yeah. who are not so called. I was experienced who are not educated in this in this in this area. So it's my job in terms of sharing the the education part. Lor. So mm. it's with all this, then of course, you know, slowly lah, you know, you you overcome each and every one, each every obstacle lor, yeah. along the way. And I guess you mm. you mentioned something that I felt that a lot of people lack of is um the authenticity and mm. how um how you've been real to another human being. Yes. Like you mentioned it doesn't matter whether they are high net worth, they are low net mm. worth or whatever. Mm, it's mm. because you are still dealing with another human being, yeah, another yeah. person with feelings. Yeah. Mm. And if you really care, even I close my eyes, I would know whether you, are you genuinely caring for me and planning yes. for me. Are you putting your 101% really your whole heart into this? Mm. Because I believe that you have seen those uh, that are not really passionate and not really putting the yes. whole heart in. Uh, mm. Whether they are out to really earn your commission, you will know directly. You can smell them from far. smell them from far. <laughs> yes, smell them from far. And especially yeah, yeah, yeah. high net worth people, they have met all kinds of people. They yeah. One smell, they will know whether you're genuine or not. Yeah, and whether yeah, yeah. do they want to park that money with you. Because ultimately, mm. if, like for me, I've been doing sales for the past 10 over years. Mm. Like I always share with people, the, the highest level of sales is relationship. Mm. It's relationship. Really relationship. If your clients, whether is it a high net worth or not, just normal, mm. uh, average, average um, people or average um, working adults, working professional, mm. they mm. just want you to, they would just want you to feel safe with you. Yeah. Whether are you building a relationship or you are you just wanting to rip them off, uh, from this case that case and the commission, people yeah, will be yeah. able to feel like for you, I I believe that all this had helped you because your own personal and after sharing, if that clients really don't buy, it it's really okay. It's okay. It's like yeah, you, you are you, right. You, you don't let them. F I I guess it's because as long as you have done your best to yes. educate them to share with them hope wholeheartedly that how important it is and if they really don't see the need at the point of time it could be the timing but at mm. least you plant a seed in them and naturally yes. the seed will just grow because yeah. we as in we ways grow, that you cannot imagine yeah, you never know you mm. never know that one day suddenly they come back to you because they have seen certain episode on other people that reflected oh what Elise mm. share is true da, 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 da. then they will mm. come back to you so that's yeah. why it's, it's like like how you can how can, how you can be in banking for 
11 years basically you planted a lot of seed you have been doing it wholeheartedly that's why things are coming back to you and mm. i would not say that it's really really pure luck but really a lot of hard work that you have um, planted in the beginning and that's why um, a lot of you can say or, or people that really help see the value the that you help mm. along the way they see the value then you help them before they help you again and that yeah. is where also leave me to why today we are talking about how resilient is your business mm. because I think like after we have we have talked about it uh, I realized that in business insurance when we talk about insurance it's about planning it's about how you're going to handle situation during this period like this pandemic yep. yes. and maybe you can share with us like how is it how is it like um now you have left banking mm. like how, how has it changed you and now you went into financial planning in the insurance mm. uh, company mm. okay the, the first thing is you know is is about the paradigm shift from being an employee mm. to a self-employed so, uh, which is in line with with the theme that you always have, lah, like, pruners, right? Yep. You know, uh, you know, mothers, you know, um, taking that leap of faith and going to towards, you know, uh, building their own business. So it's it's exactly the same, actually, where I am now. So because for for insurance agents, um, we are self employed, and you know, I I took this leap of faith. I came out to to actually, you know, like set up this agency, and like I didn't mention today's title is how resilience is your business. Yeah. In fact, um. I think like this whole year, right, you know, this whole COVID-19 situation, right, in fact, um, it is actually like a, I call it like a stress test for business mm. owners. So so we are, we are like self-employed, we are like business owners, Correct. right? So we be our own business. You know, you have your own marketing strategies, you know, you you have your own, um, you know, various ideas, you know, to reach out to your clients and things like that. So it's really like a business. So so myself and my team, right, you know, I think like the same as many people, you know, when, when, when things happen, right, you know, we, we, we were like also quite hit. Uh, we were hit quite hard like at the, at the mm. first half of the year, and it's actually so the message that I told my team. Okay, back then it's it's also a belief that I have. So okay, because it's the first also this this yeah. pandemic is unlike it's unprecedented. It's unlike and, and any. You just started in two zero one eight only. Yeah, and actually twenty nineteen was our first full year. Okay, mm. so twenty eighteen, uh, maybe in October I start I I came over. So okay, so after twenty twenty we, we faced this, but I think the key thing is so the message I told my told my team was right you know um we have to be enterprising and resourceful mm. okay so so when things like this happen right so i, I mentioned to you it's like a stress test so like on, on my own level right you know i acknowledge that you know this period is indeed it's a very challenging time filled with a lot of adversity for many people not just us in our industry so so i told my team you know in trying times like this right a lot of the time success is not necessarily measured by like the revenue that you bring for the company yeah. because like I think a lot of industry revenue dropped, right? Income, yeah. income, you know, fee income also dropped. So I told my team that actually success, right, can be subjectively measured by your resilience, your tenacity, and your determination. Mm -hmm. So I think from there, right, I, I told my team is that thankfully we are together. Yep. So like, you know, like, like unprecedented, you know, crisis, right? So we came together, you know, we brainstormed, you know, we are a team of like comrades, like I said that, you know, we have different strengths and different working experiences because there are a few advisors in my team that, you know, came, came from like critical nursing background, mm. you know, some from wow. digital marketing background, some from banking also. So it's because of all these varying strengths, right, that we have and work experience that we have, right? We come together and we want to overcome this crisis together. Don't together. You're yeah. not doing this thing alone, okay? And of course, you know, in the interim, I also share with them we have to embrace and acquire new knowledge because it's a it's a new it's a new thing for a lot right. of people, right? So you have to step out of your comfort zone and embrace the the new things. So thankfully, 
my team, we adopt to this thing really very fast. So it was good. So I mentioned the part about the stress test, right? Yeah. So you have to yep. you have to see what is the opportunity that's lying over there. So because of this stress test, this COVID-19 come, oh jeez. So for me, it's like, I have to go and measure the viability and sustainability of my business strategy for Elko. Mm. So that was like first half of the year. So it got me to actually relook into my propensity model. Okay, so, so a bit technical, I, I explained a little bit. Okay. Uh, kind of. So propensity model, what is propensity model? A propensity, propensity model right, is a statistical scoreboard, right? That you actually use to predict the behavior of your clientele and of course your prospect. So back then, before COVID, right, you know, like a lot of agency leaders or a lot of leaders, right, they yeah. probably already have this set of strategy. Okay, it's going to work. That's going to be like that. But eh, come COVID, no lah. You have to come up with new things or new idea how to, how to, you know, like how, how, how a new propensity model that whether your clients will respond, how your client will respond yep. to your, this particular offer and your this strategy. So it got me to actually relook into things like that long, which maybe in a normal circumstances, I will not look yep. into it. So it's good. So after, you know, after I also hit home to the point to my team about the enterprising and resourceful part, I said, okay, let's walk out of this, okay, and tell yourself to be enterprising. So enterprising is amazing. It's like you have to do things out of your comfort zone. Mm. And then you have to embrace all these changes and you have to think of quick and clever ways how to overcome difficulties. Mm. So yes, it's not comfortable, yep. but it's about how willing are you to take risks. And when you do things and you, when you do things that not other people do, uh, not many other people dare to do, right? That's when maybe you identify opportunities mm. and maybe you reach out to your clients differently. Like previously, you know, it don't hit them in that way. But because of how you do things differently, you cannot. Then subsequently, it's about the resourcefulness, about, you know, how you can leverage on your, your, your network and your contacts to help to bring you to the next level also in terms of your business. So I think that, that part of it is about the resilience, you know, to measure the resilience of your business. Yeah. yeah. And what you, what you mentioned, I, I like this part where you say quick and clever. So mm. maybe you can share like, because I I know that you guys are kind like really pivoted very fast uh when mm. the pandemic happened or even the circuit breaker. Not very fast Like we try, our, we we do our best lah. Yeah. But if I'm not wrong, it's like less than two months, right? That you guys. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So mm. which is considered fast because I've seen others, especially in uh financial services, I've seen a lot of them are just staying still. Mm. They can't move on because the company, even the management are are not able to advise them what they can do, what they need mm. to do. Yeah. And everything is just waiting. And all the other mm. financial advisors, they are just stay, staying still. Mm. And mm. they are just... I do not know. Like for, for my own financial advisor, she has been in the market for like 24 years. Mm. So for her, she basically paused everything, stopped mm. everything. Because first mm. thing, she's not very digital savvy. Mm. And second thing is, she's so used to the old school way or mm. meeting her clients or servicing her client and even for her using the iPad to do everything electronic was almost impossible for her yes yes yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so for her she in the past she ref, not say she, not that she refuses because for her it's a huge learning curve mm. but Indeed. I guess the pandemic really pushes her to that uncomfortable zone but it took her about three months until she <laughs> until she came to talk to me and say hey Ken what can I do Mm, mm, because mm. I've, been, I've been telling her that she need to do something digital she need to do her videos to, to share and mm, do what we mm. call explanatory video to share mm, with people mm, why is it mm. important to do this in, uh, financial planning and all that so mm, she procrastinated mm. for, uh, mm. especially for one year after I told her 
And during this pandemic, she can't do anything. So that's why she started doing her video. And mm-hmm. re- recently, she just launched her uh, 14 videos uh, in 14 weeks. That means every week, there's a new video. Wow. That she's been sharing on financial uh, planning. Mm. And, or whatever that she's passionate about or any question that her clients are sharing with her. So she shared. Mm. So about, I think on last Monday, she shared with me a message. She messaged me and tell me that, hey, thankfully that she has done this because one of her mm. clients that she, she find it very hard to reach out is watching her mm. videos and mm. following her IG. So yeah. she's like so thankful. I said, then that's the reason why you need to continue to do. You need to do even more because during mm. this period of time, it's even harder for you to reach out other mm. than your videos. And if your mm. va- uh, value is there in your video, definitely your client will be able to see your... your the value your, adding your, part. All right, mm. that you are value adding uh, to them. Mm. Because mm. a lot of people like you mentioned, Um, they are all lost and and even for you, you're trying to f- be fast and clever to to bring your whole team and yeah. doing it together. The key thing is doing it together, and that's the keyword. I find that a lot of businesses they are not able to pivot or able to change is mm. because they are all doing it alone. Yes. The one man show. Yeah. But for you, you gather your team with different yeah. expertise. It's really like gathering the Avengers. Yeah, Everybody yeah, have yeah. all different strengths yeah. and weaknesses and coming together and in one vision, uh, bringing everybody to the next level. Mm. And maybe you can... So what what makes you start Elko? Like what does Elko mean? I know it's like Elise and Co, right? <laughs> so yeah, it's Elise and Co, right? What is the, the, the thing that you you have in Elko that is different from other uh, agencies? Um, I would say the synergy, chemistry, and camaraderie, camaraderie within my team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yes, like you say, right, Elko, right? You know, um, initially, I you know I have to think of a name, right? So I I, I thought of like Elise and Co. Mm-hmm. It's it's not going to be entirely by myself. It's about the people that's in it, right? And that that's just a name to begin with. So so you have a leader to come in to say, okay, because we start a name, and you know, and after that, okay, you know, got some people, you know, where we are we are all like minded people, we come together. But it's along the journey, right? The 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 characteristic, the strength of the different people in Elko, right? Is actually the reason why Elko is Elko in mm-hmm. that sense. So like if, even for our Facebook page, our Instagram page, right? You know, um, how I do it differently is that it's it's not it's not my posting. It's not just going to be like although I'm the agency leader, okay. So I always tell my team that it's like you know I'm just like a coach. You know, I'm just like uh, just like a coach to 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 guide everybody a bit like a mother hand like that. <laughs> But I don't dictate. How you want to run a business? How you want to do things? So even the posting, in our our like our alcohol Facebook or even IG, right, is actually done by every one of us. Mm. So it's like you realize that it's like 大家的 different you know uh characteristic and strengths, right? And how we want how candid our caption is really based on alcohol. So mm. so in that sense, so it is this thing that really make alcohol different. And of course, like you mentioned, like with the pandemic, right? Um. I'm very thankful for two things. So one thing is that, right? Um, you know about the part where you say how we pivoted fast. Okay, mm. I'm thankful for two things. One is because I am with a very very good company. Okay, and it's 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 actually one of the largest insurance company in Singapore. I'm with a very good company. What I meant is that when the pandemic happens, right? The way you know the R and D side, the way mm. the, tech, the 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 IT department, the way they they, they spin out things, right? With regards to how to helping our business move digitally, right? Uh, was extremely fast. It's in fact one of the for- forefront, you know, in in the industry in the market, and that part would help a lot in our business, obviously, mm. because you know with the difficulty we face, right? You know the part whereby how we can do like remote sale, non face to face, and the, the the processes, you know, and the interface is like it's like almost seamless, and it's like it's like really fast. The whole thing came out, so that part helped a lot. 
And number two, and number two, right? How we pivoted fast is is because of the part I mentioned. That we came together, mm. so we came together. You know, um, like all of us decide we come, we come, we came together, and we want to walk out of our comfort zone together, and we are we also want to embrace the new norms together. So you know, when when we practice, like you know, um, some of the way how we talk, like all this Zoom thing, mm. right? You know, before we even talk to our clients, we did it within a team. Mm, and of course, play, uh, you know, right? yeah, we role play and like how to talk, you know, like, you know, whether all the hearing and, you know, how some of the presentations and things like that. So we, we did all this within the team. And now, of course, after we got to the next level, it's about how to share uh, our, so our presentation slides with our clients. So we also, we also do it with the team. Mm. And even to the extent, Kenneth, I think you heard, right, and you probably saw that, you know, we also learned the importance of taking things uh, on the digital platform, the yep. social media platform. So when we do videos, like like what your agent is doing, we, we do videos back then, a few months ago, you know, we reach out. All these videos are also done by the whole, by within the team mm. and done by the team, edited and, you know, um, edited and done and portrayed by Elko people. We call our Koreans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's, it's really this, this, this Elko team, right, that is, that is the X factor to this whole thing. Mm. It's, it's not just it's not just about me, like I mentioned. It's just I'm just a coach and guide, mm-hmm. you know, that, that is guiding the whole team. And it's also this team, right? That is the unique team, right? Of the unique team pool of financial advisor that's coming together. Like I mentioned, our motto, like you know, we are just we're just a team of people coming together and only keen to help you take charge of your time, your wealth, and your wealth, uh, your health and your wealth. So it's it's just simply put that. And of course, in the interim, in the process, how many people we can reach out to, yep. you know, like you say, like, it, it doesn't matter, but we are just doing what we are passionate about, like, you know, right now, taking things on a digital social platform. And that's why I'm here today, uh, doing my first live also. <laughs> good, yeah. good, good. Yeah, you are, you are share, like, you are, thanks for sharing so much uh, greatness uh, from, from this, well, like, how did you pivoted and how did you keep your business resilient? Because I, I realized there's, a, there's three things I wrote down. Basically, mm. you have the culture, you have your team culture, mm. which is alcohol culture, which you might not know that there is a culture, which mm. is everybody come together, contribute together. Build along the way. Correct. Yeah. And, and all of them are guided by your mission, mm. which you have just that, that mission statement, and also mm. your vision. Because mm. I believe that without your vision, you're not able to guide them and not able mm. to uh, gather them together. Yeah. Because you are, because of your passion in educating, in giving them the yes. best, uh, mm. giving the client the best, and mm. not um, not not putting whether are you this level that level. Everybody is the same across the board, mm. and that that is something that I see that um, this is the three things I wrote down, which is your culture, which is your mission, and your vision. So this is mm. something I felt that like businesses during this period of time, how they can stay resilient. Basically, you need your mission and vision to mm. keep the team together. And how to keep the team together is you have a good culture. Because mm. I've seen a lot of businesses, um, it's either this period, most of them break. And what I realized, what, are, what is the thing that's missing, right? It's basically the culture. Because mm. sad to say, most company, um, their employees, or people are not really passionate about their job, about working yeah. for the company. And mm. uh, sad to say, and a lot of time when things happen to the company, naturally people will just leave. And the company yeah. have no choice to say bye-bye to, to retrench people. But they do not have all this contingency or they do not have that, that faith in that company. That's why mm. they mm. leave a lot of people that um that lost state and some of them even have friends who lost their job during this period of time it just 
three, mm. four months and they just lost their job and most of them mm. have not got back a job because of mm. the market. So mm. that's why I, I realized that this is very important. Even for me, whatever I'm doing now, in fact, during this period of time, the thing that kept me going, right, or kept me being better mm. is the vision and also the the mission that I'm, I'm doing. And that is also the reason why um, why I'm doing this show, Mompreneur Space Live show, is to mm. bring everyone together um, to share their story like your story is really amazing very inspiring and how why you're so passionate like in my book i thought about passion purpose and profit so Mm. for you you basically embodies these three parts because with your passion you have this purpose to serve people with financial uh, knowledge financial Mm. literacy and Mm. also to keep them strong Mm. and Mm. at the same time how they can earn money from it they Mm. can um earn money in any ways being yeah. be, be it being a advisor being a client that has mm-hmm. uh, all your financial planning being yeah. Um, yeah. plan out uh, being structured especially during this period of time I believe that a lot of people are facing a lot of financial struggle because they thought that they are ready but when this pandemic hit mm. I believe a lot of them are caught um, of God of God Mm, especially true. when they lost their only source of income mm. then they are not able to do other things and a lot of people have a lot of liabilities so there's a, a lot of things that we can go on and go on so mm. um maybe like um like for and you and one thing if i may add right mm-hmm. i think i think hit home to the point and something that resonates well with you and your audience right kind of is that a lot uh, a, a few of us in our co-team right we're actually mothers mm. so you mentioned about the culture is you know because we are in a life same same life stages so we we as mothers we we understand the difficulties and you know some of the challenges uh, you know like being 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 a business owner and of course um you know having having to juggle multiple roles you know um you know in some instances you know they have like you know like myself i got, have got two children mm. so i mean some of them you know in the team also got like two or three children so yeah. so it's, it's this culture that we understand each right. other well that also you know so-called like propel and bring us to the next level in terms of the the synergy like, like i mentioned yeah, so that part I think should should resonate well with your audience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that that was also the reason why I felt that I should bring you on because uh you have this culture and in fact currently your team is all ladies, right? All female. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Incidentally, as of now, it's, it is. Yeah. yeah. But I I believe that is also, um, I would say I wouldn't I, I would say because of your, it's law of attraction because for you you have that very strong women uh. Um, because for you, you are a single mom with two kids. Now they are still really young, like six years old and four, four years old. And really to bring them up is not easy. And that's why I believe your team is being formed up because they see that, hey, you are strong. You can bring them there. You are a leader. And that's why they jump on board. Because uh, a lot of time, I, because for me, of my of my book about mother industrialist, about my show, in fact, I've interviewed a lot of single mom on my show. And mm. a lot of them are really, they, they have, uh, all of you share that the, the same drive, that motivation, mm. and mm. it all comes from your kids. And because mm. you mm. yourself, you're financially strong. Uh, when I say financially strong, doesn't mean that you have to overpower your spouse. or in, It's very extremely important, especially for single mom. Uh, and I also want to put it across um, to even for working moms. Uh, a lot of my, f- my friends or some of the working moms that I know, a lot of their mm. husband, husband during this period of time lost their job. And some of them mm. will just stay at home, mom, or they are not mm. um, high income earner also. Okay. So di- during this period of time, it's really really stressful for them. Imagine everything falls back to the to the to the wife, 
or the mm. the mother or stay at home mm. mom, and mm. the husband mm. is still finding the the their next job. So that's mm. why I I see from you right um, the is like women should have that being financially strong should should have that in the event that anything happens. It doesn't mean that um the marriage or anything. It has to do with what if your spouse have no mm. choice that is being retrenched, couldn't get back to a job like most of them now. The mm-hmm. industry, some of the industry is really dead. So how are they going to get back to to the job in maybe the mm. next six months? And how mm. is the family going to survive? So that I felt the importance of being financially strong, not just uh you being a stay-at-home mom, you being a single mom, that you need to. But I believe that across the board, any mothers uh, should be at least financially strong. Mm. Or you have an, uh, I would say a side income or you are doing something on the side that can contribute Passive to that. Passive income or you know what, side right. income, yeah. 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 Or, or maybe to park something or even to do financial planning that you mm. will have passive income coming from investment and stuff like that or even protection yeah. uh, mm. in the event mm. that they, um, of any, not, not just, not just medical or critical illness, it's mm. also in the event that if you lose your job or yeah. you lose your means to mm. even provide for the family, I believe yeah. that is important Mm, yeah. It is, yeah. And, yeah. and thanks for thanks for sharing. So, what would be your advice, right, for mothers and, or especially for single mom, um, during this period of time? Like, what you would you advise? Mm, I think I think I can really relate very well about the part that you mentioned. You know about you know be it, okay, be it woman or be it mothers, be it, you know maybe single. The, about the financial the financially strong part. Okay, maybe okay for me, I won't use the strong, but I think at least they need to be financially stable. Mm, so yeah. yeah, like I mentioned, like if let's say a, a married woman, you know, um, you know, the part about she has to be financially stable. So in the event, if let's say the spouse were to lose the job or, you know, of course, worst case scenario, if the spouse were to something unfortunate would happen, right? Yeah. You know, she must be able to step up to mm, that, to yes. like, you know, like to, to take over to being the bread, breadwinner of the family. Yeah. So I think that part is, is really very important. And of course, you know, when, when a woman is financially stable, right, it also helps to, you know, um, you know, bring out the independence in the woman, you mm. know, uh, with regards to how, how she can, you know, like manage day, day to day, uh, you know, challenges. Yeah. Because when you're, when, you're, when you're independent, you know, it will also help to bring up your certain confidence level to mm-hmm. face, yeah, be it in professional work or be it, you know, in, in, in your personal life crisis or anything challenges. So it gives you the confidence to be able to overcome things easier in that sense. Mm-hmm. So vis-a-vis, because when you're not financially stable, right, you know, um, your confidence level yeah. may not be that high. Even because the self-esteem also. Yeah, self-esteem, confidence. Yeah. So it's like, you know, when you do things, you don't have that gusto to, mm, to, to do it right. so yeah so it's, it's like you become self-doubt the confidence is not there you self-doubt and you think that I cannot do it you, you don't even dare to, to, to step up of it or to step up to that yeah. role that whichever role that you need to be so I think that part is, 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 is really very important uh. and like you say it's not about you know having to like you know like to dominate or you know yeah. overpower no it's about really you know it's about yourself you know, mm-hmm. that when you are stable, when you're financially stable, you can do a lot of things and it brings up, you know, your exposure, your, your esteem level and your confidence level. And all these are good positive traits for any woman to have, whether you're married, you're single yeah. or, you know, yeah. yeah. And, and, and I believe that this is also extremely important for, that like you mentioned for women, even for single women, it's also good to be financially stable. Mm. And for, for mothers, I find that it's, important other than for themselves is also for their children mm. because if if you were to know 
like you you definitely have friends um because of financial um how should you put it if if a family whether the 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 couple the married couple have any financial difficulties a lot of mm. time the quarrel come from the financial means they do like let's say they they cannot support the family the children will suffer and if they do not have the means um a lot of times they, a lot of quarrels come from about about money because about, it put a strain ma yeah mm. and just now mm. you mentioned the the emotional emo, emotional strain and also the financial strain mm. which is the importance so the financial planning is one thing and mm. also being financially stable uh, and also mm. to be able to step up because it's not easy it's like suddenly overnight your spouse got yeah. retrenched or anything happens you have to step up overnight and you might not be used to it or you might not huh am i can i can i do that so yeah. i i believe that is is ever grow uh, ever ending mm. uh, ne- never ending uh to for you to constantly grow and that's why i'm also passionate about empowering mothers to be entrepreneurial not not mm. meaning that they need to start a business but mm. also at the same time to step up like for you you just step up you mm. step up to start a business to be self employed even you step up to lead a team of women uh, and mothers inside um that that's why that's why i see that wow it's it's amazing because you you land banking and now you are um starting all over again mm. and in just uh, barely two years uh, you guys have really made it and even this this pandemic um the resilience that you have uh with your team uh is something that i'm I I really will salute um for what what you guys have done during this period of time because not many people can do that but it's because of you um that gathers them and you being resilient yourself because I believe that you have been through what we call the feng feng lang lang the, the all the storm whatever that in the past 10 years in I would I would say one of the toughest industry which is banking and mm. uh I believe that all the experience really help you to become more a more resilient leader and that's why you can lead this team even through this pandemic i believe that nothing will really stop you guys from growing and from um uh from progressing so um mm. time really flies i really want to um to to learn more from you and really get yeah. a lot of golden nuggets from you so maybe you can share with the audience right how can they get connected with you Oh yes, um, I think in 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 your post, right? My post also I shared with my Facebook friends. You can actually connect with us. Okay, uh, it it us. I meant Elko lah. You know, we have a Facebook page, uh, Elko SG, and it's also posted in the link. So you can actually reach out to us in 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 that link. We also have got an Instagram account, also uh the same name Elko SG. Yeah, so you can reach out to us or PM us. Mm. Okay, thanks, Elise. So for those who are tuning in live and for those who are watching the replay, you can go to my description. Um. For you to connect with Elise, is it like uh, that? Is it like link. that? Yeah, it's like that. Uh, I don't know <laughs> no. where it is, lah. <laughs> it could be up. It could be, it could be anywhere. Ah, uh, you'll be able to see in the description. Ah, uh, you can get connected with her. So, ah, uh, last but not least, now it's your turn for you to ah uh, post the question of the day out to the audience, and also mm. to, in fact, to the next guest. But today is the um, in fact, this is the last episode of season four. Mm. We'll take, we'll we'll be taking a break because upcoming I'll be doing something very audacious. Um, that is for mainly for the ladies, for the women. Mm. I will share more in my Facebook page. So just stay tuned and just follow the page because there will be more and more interesting things. So mm. for this season, ah,、uh, this episode eighty right will be the ah、uh, the last episode for this season. But don't worry, ah,、uh, I will be back with more more inspiring and more empowering mompreneurs ah、uh, in the next season, which is season five. So. Ah,、uh, do stay tuned. But meantime, do catch us um 
this coming November, uh, there will be something mm. that is really for the ladies out there. Uh, if you want to be the next female powerhouse, do stay tuned in Mother Industries face, Facebook page. Okay. So, okay, Elise, are you ready with your question of the day? So mm, the yeah, question sure. Of, yeah. Okay. So what is your question of the day? I would probably would like to ask the next, um, you know, the, the, the next person that you are, you are doing this yep. session with, right? Is that what is that one thing, right? that you think drives the empowerment of women? Mm. Mm. Why is that one thing that drives? Like empower, that is very empowering for women. That drive women empowerment. Can I say that? Yeah. Okay. So let me just get it down. Okay. So the question of the day posted by Elise is, what is that one thing that drives women empowerment? Okay, mm. so for those who are tuning in and for those who are watching the replay, you can share with us your answer in the comments or in the chat. And mm. um, Elise and I will be very, very happy to see them. And uh, maybe Elise will um, reply and let you guys know. Okay, mm. so the question of the day posted by Elise once again is, what is that one thing that drives women empowerment? So share with us your answer in the comments. And uh, we do have, uh, let's say, okay, we have Eddie Yap. We have Wade. Wei Qi, we have Celeste Hello. Hua, we have Tony Lian, we have Ivy Chua, we have Jen Ting Heng, we have Christina, and we have Gigi Pua, which is Gina, saying mm. hi. Hello. Hello. Hi. So if you have, uh, if you have Eleanor, we have PC Tan, we have Kenny Tan. Oh, Kenny Tan. Okay. Well, back then, the, the IM for group two. Hello. Then we have Joe Love Huang, we have Huan, well, this, this Chinese word, I don't know how. Huan Jian. Uh, pardon me if I pronounce the name wrong. So we have uh Lee Lee Whaley. Lee Whaley. Hello, Lee hello. Whaley, yeah. And we have Prissy, we have uh Rachel. Thanks for the hearts and uh thumbs up. Thank you very much. So um before we end, Elise, uh any last advice for the mothers who are thinking of stepping into entrepreneurship or even pursuing their passion? So what is your last advice for them? Okay, I, I won't say advice, la, but um, if I may end today's session, right, like with a with a quote or motto that I all along have, right, is always do okay, do better um than what you did yesterday today. Wow. I repeat, do do better than what you did yesterday, today. Today you choose to do better than what you did yesterday. And of course, um always have a champion's mindset, winner's mentality. Wow, wow. Thanks a lot, Elise, uh, for sharing that advice for all the mothers. Uh, even you're not a mom, I believe this advice will help you also at the same time. So uh, thanks everyone for watching. If you guys Thank still have you. any question you, uh, for Elise, you can post in the chat. Um, don't feel shy. Uh, post in the chat and Elise will be able to uh, attend to it. And last but not least, uh, this is the last episode of Season 4, Episode 80. And thank you guys for watching. And I shall see you guys in the next Facebook Live with Mompreneur Space Live Show. Thank you very much. And thanks, Elise, for your time. Thank, thank you, you so much. much for having me. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Bye, everyone. Good thank night. You. Good night.